Welcome back to Soccer Crush. Beth, is that your ringtone? That's also my ringtone. (laughs) Well, someone forgot to put their phone on silent, so sorry about that. It was um. Yeah. Speaking of phones, you know what you can do on your phone? You can check out our really cool Twitter and Instagram where we post pictures of soccer players, polls, crushes, info on how to join us for a book club, funny soccer memes. You should follow us at soccer underscore crush. We want to be friends with you. We would also really, really love it if you could subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts and tell three friends or else knife emoji, knife emoji, knife emoji. That was very threatening. I did my best. And it wasn't me this time. <laughs> You've never been so intimidating. My antidepressants are working. Look at me. Oh, what a serotonin for us all. Does anyone have a mm-hmm. rapid fire? Yes. Mm-hmm. Beth, do you have one? I do too. It's not written in the notes, but I have one. How are we supposed to prepare? Well, for mine? Yeah. No, we just go rogue. You like can't. In the olden days. Fine. Um, Beth, it's our birthday month, officially. It is. So uh, for that sake, I am doing birthday-themed rapid fires this month. And the first one is, which two players would you invite to your birthday party? And do you think they'd bring good gifts? Um, I don't know if they would bring good gifts, but I think Rose Lavelle would be super fun to have at a party. Absolutely. I think she'd bring a good gift. I don't see why not. bring Wilma. Wilma Jean Wrinkles. Yeah, she, yeah, she could just bring Wilma, and I'd be happy that Red could entertain Wilma. We could have fun. Um, I do think Mo would bring a very good gift. Not very personal, but very expensive. Yes. Like soaps. <laughs> or like yeah. soaps. <laughs> yes. That was also or... on my list on my list for the caliber of gift, and then Leo Fernando. Oh yeah, I feel like yeah. his wife would pick it out, and then they would bring their babies, and that would be fun. Yeah, like a very fancy throw blanket. Or very fancy slippers. Like the kinds of things that you can get for someone that you don't know very well, but you can spend, you still spend a lot of money in it. Yeah, and like nice candies, bath bombs. So from TJ Maxx? No, not from TJ Maxx. this is from like Goosey. Oh. (laughs) Raise my Mimi calls it Goosey. What about you, Gina? Um, Not Mason. I feel like he would just bring something with a lot of designer logos, but yes, mm. I would want Mason and Declan at my birthday party. Declan that would, be would fun. definitely be the better gift giver. Mason would probably yeah, spend more money. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm worth it. So that's true. All right. Um, okay. What Marvel movie do you think is your soccer crush's favorite? And why is it the winter soldier? <laughs> I would almost put money on Mason Mount's favorite Marvel movie being Spider-Man. Like, I just, I feel it in my bones. I think, like, I don't know. Mo seems like, I don't know. He seems like he'd watch Moon Knight. Yeah, I was going to say it would be something rather obscure. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Moon Knight. Yeah. Which was very good if you haven't watched it. Watch it. Which soccer crush? All of them. 
<laughs> okay, I promised my book club that I would ask this rapid fire. Okay. Um, when you eat asparagus, does your pee smell different? Um, not that I've noticed. I do know that that is a side effect, but not that I've ever noticed. Does your pee smell different? Yes. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think that's unusual. Like that's the a lot of debate about like you know what it means if you're if you can smell the asparagus. Yeah. Well, what about you, Trisha? I don't eat asparagus. (laughs) That's one way to avoid it. I can say that Mucinex will make your pee smell different because my sibling texted me about it one day. Yeah, that does. About cilantro, does it taste like soap? No. I love cilantro. I like cilantro. Yeah, I like cilantro too. There was one girl at book club who said that cilantro tastes like soap. And then that led to, and it does for some people, just like asparagus makes some your pee smell. Well, you know what, listeners? Let us know your situation. We can post a poll. (laughs) But you'll only know if you're following us on Twitter. (laughs) Can tell that I go to a very high caliber book club. (laughs) Speaking of other things that matter, our host Mm -hmm. headline. Um, my host headline is that the lionesses win the Euros. They did what no Englishman can. They brought it home. I love it. It was amazing. It was awesome. I'm glad I made it home to see some of it. It was very exciting. Too. Beth, do you have a headline? Mine's going to, mine's going to take a minute. Um, my headline is just that FC Cincinnati can't stop having ties. That's all we do now. We just have ties. At least they're not losses. Technically, I just wish they would not have given up that goal in the yeah that was stoppage time. So (laughs) dumb. Uh, My host headline is no bueno. Sorry, everyone. I'm going to bring it down for a minute. Arsenal, what the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck are you thinking? The same thing that Man City and Man United are thinking. He's a fucking rapist. Get him off the roster. Stop apologizing for him do better. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. Fuck that guy. Yeah. And also that homophobe with NC Courage refusing to participate in Pride Night. Although I'm not surprised by her actions because that has been a a topic of of discourse this entire season, um, especially with her coming back and, and playing with North Carolina. And in one breath said that she supported her teammates, but here you, this is an action that you can actually support your teammates and is choosing not to. Um, I think it's garbage. I also think they made it sound like they had talked about it before she resigned and like had addressed it and it wasn't going to be an issue. And then it was still an issue. Just imagine someone not wanting to participate in military night. That would be a huge. Yeah. I don't think over something you choose. There is no military night here at soccer crush versus man. Fuck these hoes. (laughs) Uh, right so favorite match since we last recorded (laughs) i mean mine's the euros i didn't get to see the whole match but definitely the england germany final in the euros really good it was yeah it was awesome it was awesome good it was also the weekend for the women's copa america cup colombia versus brazil brazil won one zero davina of the north carolina courage who sorry we were just talking about negatively about them but we're speaking positively now she scored brazil's only goal yeah uh and to keep it in that vein of women's soccer the angel city fc versus ol rain was a two three 
Um, thanks to a banger goal by Tobin Heath, my wife, in the 89th minute, like a MF and goddess. It was gorgeous and beautiful. Welcome back to NWSL, Tobin. We missed her. Wasn't it a nutmeg goal? It was. It was of course beautiful. it was. It's it was her perfect. specialty. And she has certainly like blazed right back in, hasn't she? Just incredible. And then lays it in And then blew a kiss to her her wife, Kristen Press, who is also yeah, oh so here for the can handle it. Literally it perfect. My favorite couple of all time. Seriously. Oh, Adorable. We're having mm-hmm. like we both said seriously at the same time. We're having jinx. You guys are having like Leo vibes yeah. right now. We are. It's Leo season. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go make a list of other Leo soccer players. Okay. All right. We'll be back. Those were the most fascinating tactics. And now we've discussed every single soccer player that could possibly be a Leo. And also Pat Noonan is definitely taking tips from us. He really is. Yes. Um, And we are back with a guest. I know you didn't expect it, but here we are. We didn't tell you or tease you or anything. Um, Alex is joining us and she covers Inter-Miami for Five Reasons Sports. And she also has her own podcast co-host the heron outlet um alex thank you so much for coming to hang out with us yeah uh thank you for having me on uh, i'm really excited but so are we and we can't wait to hear your soccer love story but i wanted to continue the side conversation we were having about this crazy fcc inner miami match what first of all what perfect timing to have you here <laughs> yeah it didn't work out really well yeah got a taste of some Cincinnati chaos I feel like that match could just describe FCC's entire MLS experience is we almost might win oh we're losing and then we draw and then it's just goals and goals and goals so yeah I I, yeah there was no words I mean the this recent piece I dropped it was just I used the word insane to describe it because I I don't know (laughs) what else it was just you know, Iguain, you know, scoring a hat trick after he's been benched for, you know, Leon uh, Campana. And yeah, it was just a, a crazy game. Defense was uh, optional for both teams. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was just a lot of Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a important uh, game for the playoffs as well. Both teams are, are trying to get that last spot. So, yeah, just intriguing storylines all around. It was. I don't think I've ever watched a game where a coach subbed, made three defensive subs in the second half all at the same time. So I was like, oh, this is something new and exciting, I guess. Uh, yeah. 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 Honestly, Phil Neville does that sometimes depending on the team. But uh, yeah, it, last night's game, yeah, or the Saturday's game was just, yeah, it was just crazy. I have not no words to describe it really. It was. This is correct. I kept doing like the mental gymnastics. I was like, okay, but is a hat trick better than getting two braces? Like I was breaking down our sports very like in <laughs> oh, yeah. poker who would win here. I don't know. Literally. I think, yeah, it, I don't know. I, I, per, Egoin's hat trick was cool, but I, I don't like using penalties as a part of that hat trick. I, I honestly think they should be like set pieces and throughout the run of play that should count, but you know, that's, that's not the rule. So. Yeah, it is what it is, but it was so cool. We might have a rapid fire. Yeah, okay. we're, we know. Delve into that a little bit. Add that in. Hmm. But before we rapid fire, 
Um, would you kindly share with us your soccer love story? You can also share it unkindly if you oh, want yeah. to, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I think uh, I've liked soccer since I was a kid. You know, I played in, uh, you know, organized soccer at the YMCA and uh, AYSO, which we have down here. I think it's a nationwide thing, AYSO. Uh, I played club soccer as a kid all throughout high school. I just recently stopped when I, I graduated, which was uh, back in 2016. So it wasn't too far uh, uh, a while ago um you know as far as you know club soccer I, I started uh watching Everton around uh say 2015 uh I think they had Roberto Car- uh not Roberto Carlos Robert, Roberto Martinez as their head coach and you know they finished fifth in the league and you know I wanted to support a, a team that had a nice history but you know not to be a glory hunter so I didn't really pick a top six side so uh I've stuck with Everton plus there's a lot of American links with Everton Landon Donovan played there um, there's just been, you know, there's Everton in the USA. They're really big on the U.S. fan base as well. So, um, yeah, that's my my European club team. Uh, as far as, you know, soccer as a whole, I think my first memory goes back to the 2010 World Cup uh, with the U.S. Uh, versus Algeria. Uh, obviously, that landed on a fin goal. Uh, a last minute was a, a core memory. And, you know, ever since then, I've been a massive fan of the, the U.S. men's national team and women's team. They've... Uh, They've been to South Florida a couple of times, the women's team, but that was way back in like the early 2010s. I don't think they've been back since. I, you know, I wish, you know, you know, up there in uh, uh, Boca Raton, they had a couple of friendlies. So I went there uh, as a kid and uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And um, yeah, my love for soccer has always been there. But as far as really watching it critically and getting into the journalistic side of it, that, that really started to take a hold around, uh, you know, 2015 when I got interested in, in, you know, the tactical side of, of the U.S. men's national team under Jurgen Klinsmann. I know that he's not really a popular name uh, amongst uh, the the U.S. soccer fandom, but that's, you know, I, I wanted to, to see why he was putting out the lineups he was and, you know, which player would fit where. And, you know, that sort of got me into the the writing journalistic side of things. So, yeah, my soccer love story really, it, it was just really natural and uh, you know, I live in Miami, so it's everywhere down here. So it was really natural and, and kind of seamless. You know, I played it and I started watching and then um, I still do play occasionally, pick up with some friends. But yeah, it was really natural and, and kind of seamless, honestly. Because like a very grassroots kind of love. Yeah. And, um, it's so funny. I feel like when we ask people these questions and, you know, depending on where you are in the country, I feel like everybody has a little bit of a different beginning, whether you played or you didn't. But I feel like a common thread that we keep finding is everybody, like there's a World Cup memory for everybody where they're like, all of a sudden it was like, and now I love soccer. (laughs) Precisely. I think the World Cup is, you know, it's huge. And especially in the next four years of 2026, Miami, they they got a game. And, you know, there's going to be more kids like me back then in 2010 who are going to be watching the World Cup for the first time. And experiencing that and it's going to be just super cool I think you know soccer as a whole is can be so uniting it doesn't matter which background you're from it, it you know if you have a ball on a field you can pretty much play unlike you know certain sports in the U.S. you know it, you know like it's it kind of like basketball you know is kind of similar but it's more of a you know like I don't know how to describe it but in other countries mainly soccer is such a uniting thing and and you know everyone can play it so um you know, with the, the World Cup coming up in, in four years, I think this new wave of soccer fans are going to have the same, uh, you know, love story that I did back in 2010. Well, I hope so. 
I love it when it's, you know, on this national stage or even a global stage where it's getting more attention here in the United States, um, especially women's soccer. Yeah. I think that it just gets more and more exciting for me. Um, I was just looking at statistics about um, the England-Germany match and like how many people tuned in. And it's like, yes, those are the numbers I want to see everywhere. And all the people who are like, mm, but women's soccer doesn't generate like money the same way. That is bullshit. And they're all liars and they all suck. And they're wrong. <laughs> but I, yeah. I have an important non-rapid fire question. And mm-hmm. I guess it's more of a comment that I'm curious to see if you agree with. Messy to Miami? <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, it's a, a <laughs> one that's like been going around. Honestly, I, I don't have anything to report per se, but there are, you know, of course, Jorge Moss, which is uh, Inter Miami's owner, he has spoken about wanting to bring Messi here. Of course, it depends on what Messi does at PSG. You know, if he wants to, uh, you know, leave next, uh, this upcoming summer, which is next summer, uh, you know, I'm sure Miami will definitely be in the mix. Uh, as far as Miami's designated player situation goes, they will have DP spots open next season, despite the the sanctions that they're going through. Uh, so yeah, honestly, it depends. You know, you look at Bale to LAFC. You know, it, it really came out of nowhere. So uh, you never know. Of course, you know if Messi does come to uh, to Miami, I think it'll be a huge. Uh, regardless of his age, like it, it, you know, it's Messi. He's one of the greatest players of all time. I think you you take him. Any MLS team would probably take him. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely possible, but uh, right now, you know, there aren't any clear cut talks. But you know, in the future, who knows? Uh, how exciting would that be? I would lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it would be. I don't want to say this because Be- Beckham's the owner, but like I think it would be bigger than Beckham. To it would be bigger than Beckham. It would be bigger. would be. It would be. That's okay because I mean, Messi is like legendary. The only yeah. other player that I would like love to see more than Messi would would be like marta oh that would be cool like would be cool yeah i love her oh sorry our cat is uh going in and out under the couch just like it's a personal (laughs) club over here just got my ankles it was like that scene in kill bill in the hospital (laughs) touch my achilles and now i'm like panicking (sighs) well Um, are you ready to tackle some rapid fires yes i am i've been waiting for this i've been mentally prepping well i have to say before i ask you the first question that my sister is going to be so excited that we had another everton fan on i don't think oh, we ever have other than us, her one of us yeah she mostly picked them out of spite because i'm a liverpool fan oh and so she was like i'm gonna be an everton fan yeah and i was like Good for you. So, <laughs> controversy, but she'll be very excited. That's cool. That's super cool. Awesome. Yay. I'm happy about that. Well, first question Is there anyone in your life that you met through soccer that you probably would not have met otherwise? Mm, yes. Actually, my two colleagues, uh, Ian Hest and Austin Roblard, um, on the Hair and Outlet, our producer, Andres, as well, we met through, uh, you know, Inner Miami essentially when uh, they were first coming up and uh, you know, you know, getting their, their stuff together. Cause it, it was, you know, the, the process for that is from 2014, from when Beckham announced it to 2020, so much went into that. And yeah, it was just so crazy, but yeah, the, those are the three guys that I, I did meet there. They're honestly super great guys. They're super empowering. They're always encouraging me to do more and, and, and you know, just pushing me to the forefront a lot, you know, being a woman in soccer media, especially a black woman, like, like, you know, it's rare. Like there's not a lot of people like me doing, what I'm doing so um 
yeah, I gotta, I really appreciate those guys. And, um, I, I definitely, I met them through, um, you know, just inner Miami and MLS as a whole. They sound like way better co-hosts. No, I'm just kidding. No, they're okay. good guys. <laughs> I wouldn't trade either of you for Bitch, the world. you're lucky it's Leo season. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot fuck with you during your birthday month. Okay. Oh, who, so who is a soccer crush that you just don't understand? Like someone says this person is their soccer crush and you're just like, why? Hmm, that's a good call. There you go. You're getting me on these hot, uh, these rapid fire questions. <laughs> I have to think about this. Um, honestly, um, I don't know. I think there's a lot. Um, hmm. okay. You can shake Christian Pulisic. He no, 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 no. <laughs> honestly, if there's anyone on the U.S. Men's National Team, I'll say Tyler Adams. Okay, okay fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, if your soccer crush offered to take you out to dinner, where are you going and what are you ordering? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I think I'll do like something simple, like uh, like coal fire pizza. That's like super like, like kind of classy, but still like cheap at the same time. Uh, nothing too uh, crazy. <laughs> you know, I'm not that type <laughs> of girl, but like, yeah, nothing too crazy, really just casual. I hope there's good pizza places in uh, Leeds now because I think that's where he plays. So, uh, so uh, yeah, I think I'll do that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite um, soccer Twitter accounts and podcasts? Ooh, good question. I uh, let me look through my Spotify list. Um, of course, Allocation Disorder with uh, Sam Style School and Paul Tenario. They're really great guys over there at the Athletic. I listen to all their shows. Um, you know, I'm a bit of a Barcelona fan, so I'll say the Barcelona podcast, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just to keep up with the team, you know, I don't yeah. necessarily cover them, but, um, I do enjoy listening to, you know, what they're doing and, and whatnot. Of course, Soccer Crush, Aww. y'all is there, there, that this is another one that, um, obviously super cool, really interesting, uh, you know, that I like. Um, yeah, honestly, as far as that goes, I, I do watch a lot of YouTube channels like Manager Tactical, a lot of U.S. Men's National Teams, um, U.S. Men's National Team stuff, Eleven Yanks. Uh, yeah, quite a couple. Honestly, I have so many that I, I can't like say out of the top of my head. But um, yeah, okay. I, I listen to too many. Like, but, you get a um, list from you. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that after, and uh, I'll send it over. Actually, I mean, you already have a lot off the top of your head. If somebody asked me that, I would be like, what is a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) You you would pull a Jack Grealish. I would pull a Jack Grealish. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you trust? Our favorite himbo. He's he's really funny, honestly. I could do an entire episode about him. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. Honestly, honestly, his hair, the calves, like everything, his play style. (laughs) It's amazing. Who would you trust to take a high stakes PK? Oof. Hmm. Hmm. Oh dear. Hmm. Tobin Heath. Yes. Yeah. You said the magic words. Yeah, you would. Yeah. I love Tobin. <laughs> She's great. She is. Yes. Which coach would you like to get a drink of your choice with? Oh, Jose Mourinho. I don't know. I just yes. his soccer oh. mind is crazy and he, his sense of humor is so like like it's just I don't know how to describe it. He's just legendary. What he's doing with Roma now, like you know, Amazing. they got Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Abram, like Zaniolo. Yeah, I love Tammy. He's he's so great. I don't know why Chelsea. I don't know why Chelsea got rid of him. He's he's good enough. I, I you know Roma's 
I favorite Italian team, but yeah, I, Jose Mourinho would be on Conte. I think that would be interesting uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I, too many, too many, honestly, but Mourinho would be my first choice. I suspect that you and Mourinho are getting thrown out of that bar. Yeah. <laughs> not because of you, not because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the bar, and he'd be like, "Yeah, buy the bar." Yeah, can't throw me out on the owner. Power move. Oh my gosh, he's so funny. Yeah, he's great. Is there a match? Oh, sorry. His tattoos. Have you seen those? (laughs) They're not good. Oh, Marino's tattoos. I think he got like three. Where he got like the cups? Yeah, Yeah. it's it's like proper like boomer tattoo for him like the, the shoulder place but like it's so funny the only it's thing that could have made it better is if it was like a rose oh yeah and like a heart <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly like, like those american yeah. traditional yeah. tattoos with the heart yeah that's Dark a like wire yeah <laughs> sorry that uh, that's okay <laughs> is there a match that you wish you could have watched in person oi oi Oh, oh dear. Oh, that's a hard one. Honestly, I think any of Real Madrid's and Atletico Madrid's uh, Champions League finals, you know, way back in like 2014, 15, uh, either of them, uh, really, I think that would have been uh, really great. Any uh, El Clasico with uh, Messi on the field just kind of battering Real Madrid, <laughs> you know, 5-0 <laughs> or something, you know, that would have been iconic. Any... um. You know, uh, City on the 2000s, uh, any like Milan and Inter match, I think that would have been really great, especially with Mourinho uh, in, uh, Mourinho's Inter in, in their prime. Sorry, my nephew's in the background. That's okay. <laughs> but, That's okay. Um, he does not agree with you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think he's a little sleepy, but um, uh, yeah, Inter Milan in the 2010s, I think that would have been really cool to see in their prime, you know, with Wesley Schneider, Lucio in the back, Mourinho coaching them. Uh, that would have been really cool. Um, several U.S. women's national team matches. You know, I know I mentioned the friendlies earlier, but I wish I could have gone to like a World Cup or, or just something, you know. It would have been really cool to see. So any of those, really. Absolutely. If you had the power to change, add, or remove any soccer rule, what would it be? Um, actually, I think the MLS Next Pro is doing this where, you know, a player is a faking injury um, after – 15 or 10 seconds are required to go off the field for like a period of time to see if it's an actual real injury or something. And then the, their team will be down 10 men and, um, and the game will still be able to continue. So it's an effort to kind of curb, uh, you know, time wasting. Um, so I, I think that's really interesting. I, I, also, I don't, I don't know. I, something about like red cards, I think sometimes they're a little too harsh. Like, you know, for instance, if a defender just goes into a tackle wrong and he slips or she slips, that could be, you know, a red card can be a little harsh if it's accidental. Um, I, I don't know. I'd bring it out like an orange card where, I don't know, maybe they sit out for like five minutes or something to see. Uh, I don't know. There just needs to be a middle Ooh. ground between that. Yeah. I think, do you think red cards sometimes in the context can be a little harsh? I'll, I'll go back to, um, uh, I think it was late to, to the 2019 where Andre Gomes, uh, an Everton player, he got his uh, ankle broken in a, in a collision with, with uh, young, yeah, yeah young, young Son and he, I know some got sent off, but, you know, the tackle, you know, it was Andre didn't break his, his ankle. I don't think, it, you know, it really, I don't know. It was just, I think it was a little harsh and I don't think some meant to do it. And he, I think he did apologize after that, but um, yeah, I, I 
get like a like an orange card to sort of like curb the harshness of a red card sometimes red cards are absolutely warranted but right sometimes I do think it you know it's a little too much like to send out like in the first 10 minutes of game you're oh what are your players get sent off and you your entire tactics and everything have to change so yeah uh, I really I, wish that red cards like took into account intent like yes. I understand they're by the book like oh this action happened but yes. like you said if there's no intention there then why it can deliberately alter the entire course of the match. And I don't think yeah. that's always fair. Precisely. Like when someone gets a red card because they're short and they're just standing too close to someone and then they're suspended for like six games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it with uh, several inner Miami games where, um, you know, sometimes the red cards are warranted. Sometimes, it, you know, even it's a second yellow, maybe the second yellow is a little bit too harsh. You know, maybe the first foul that first yellow that they got shouldn't have been a yellow and it's all this convoluted thing, mm-hmm. but uh, referees do have a difficult job. You know, I, I hate referee abuse, so I try not to get on them too hard. But, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day they do need to do a bit better. But, um, yeah, I think I'd find some sort of a middle ground for a red card. Yeah, a little referee consistency, I think, would go yes. a long way. I think, sport. yeah, that's most of the frustration, I think. Because, like, we saw one even in, like, the FC Cincinnati match where, like, a PK was awarded and the exact same yeah. action happened against another club. And it's like... Just have yeah. some consistency. Yeah. Like if you think okay, you think it's a PK, like that's not my job. But yeah. if the exact same action is going to happen in pretty much the exact same spot, then what makes that a PK and this one not? Sure, I agree. I, I definitely agree. Especially pro refs and MLS. Sometimes they can be, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, like so, so. And sometimes it's like, oh my god, did you see that? How is that not a red card? It's true. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. when you go. Um, and consult the the, the Twitter sphere. Yeah, the Twitter <laughs> referees, and then they will give you the answer because they know everything. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you, like that um, Seattle, Colorado incident. Uh, I think two weeks ago, where you know, uh, I think Seattle took a free kick away from the actual foul and they ended up scoring. And I think one of the Colorado players, uh, Jack Price, he he tweeted <laughs> at the referees, and uh, yeah, it turns out the refs were wrong on that, and it should have been called back. So. Yeah, you, yeah. You, uh, honestly, mm-hmm. never know. No, I mean, no one's perfect, but try to just be consistent. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Who do you think has the best mascot? Ooh. Oh, hmm. Oh, hmm. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, I think uh, like the Seattle Sounders, don't they have like an anthropomorphic whale or something? Like, I don't know. I have to Let's double check. It. Yeah, honestly, I can like Google it. Uh, but like, yeah, if it's um, probably the best. Oh! They do? Maybe yeah, okay. Flounder. Okay, that's adorable. Yeah, that it's it's definitely that then. <laughs> Who do you have one off the top of your head that you think is the worst? Oh dear. Uh, Orlando City's lion. Yeah. Yeah, we hate Orlando City around here. <laughs> yeah. Good pick. Well, as an inner Miami reporter, I think it it's kinda it comes with the job. <laughs> bad purple team. We call them yeah. the bad purple team. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which three players do you want on your zombie apocalypse survival team? Ooh, three players. Um, hmm, I'd go with, uh, hmm. Oh, wow. That's, uh, oh my gosh. Hi, these curveball questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me think. Um, Zlatan, I'll say he's huge and kind of intimidating. He could, you know, be that, that sacrifice first guy, you know, just, you stand there, we'll run. Sacrificing um, power move. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you know, he knows Kung Fu or something. I, I don't know, but um, Zlatan, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe Harry Maguire. He's also big. 
not very fast, but you know, he can, him and Zlatan can, he can also be sacrificed. You're sacrificing the white men. I see a theme. <laughs> yes, yeah. I respect it. Uh, that's funny. Um, uh, what else? Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to get like big physical, like not really fast guys. So I can run. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, um, I don't know. I'm going to use like, uh, I don't know. Uh, let me. I don't know. I really don't. I'll use like um, um, I like. I don't know. I I don't know. This is a little difficult, huh? Huh. Yeah, I like Zlatan and Harry. Yeah. That's good. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that'll give you some time to run. Yeah. Zlatan will just be talking to the zombies like I'm Zlatan. Why would you want to eat? <laughs> <laughs> I will exactly. be your leader. Exactly. Um. Uh, um. What is your favorite song to pump you up before a match? Oh, good question. Um, hmm, there's too many. Let me look at my playlist. Um, I'll go with Beyonce. Her recent album, Renaissance, is really good. I'll, I'll do Break My Soul. It's magical. Yeah, yeah it it's really good. We all needed. I feel revived. She yeah. always comes through. And blessed. She never right. lets us down. I love Cozy. I love Cozy. Mm, yeah. I, yeah, that and, I know um, I love Church Girls. Virgo's groove, really good. Is there a match that you wish you could relive? Hmm. Oh, uh, U.S. Men's National Team 2014 um, against uh, Portugal. I know that's oddly specific, but that was uh, like, yeah, that really was another one. poor memory. Yeah, another poor memory for me. Oh, actually, no, not the Portuguese uh, Portugal match. I'll say Ghana, the U.S. Men's National Team versus Ghana 2014. World Cup where John Brooks scored the that late winner. Um literally seared into my brain his reaction, the the celebration. Yeah, that World Cup was really hyped for the BUS and yeah, that first game certainly delivered. So um yeah, I'll say that. And that's a perfect answer. Yes. Who is your favorite person or favorite people to watch soccer with? Ooh. Mm. Hmm. I'd say, um, again, my colleagues, Ian and Austin, um, uh, Austin Robillard, we not necessarily, uh, inter Miami matches, but we do watch, you know, soccer together sometimes. They're, they're, both of them are very knowledgeable. So it's just fun to really just talk and, you know, discuss tactics and things, you know, even other MLS games where when they're on, we'll, we'll, we have a little group chat where we'll, you know, say, you know, what was that? What was the coach thinking? You know, um, you know, just today, Ian sent uh, a, a tweet of his saying that um, Iguain and Campana have more combined goals than Joseph Martinez, Almada, Arujo, and Marino uh, combined from Atlanta, which is just showing how poor Atlanta United has been this season because mine yeah, has been. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no comment, but like, yeah. <laughs> but um, struggling. Yeah, for the amount of talent that they've invested, they they should do better. You know, they're one of the standout franchises in in the mm. league. So obviously, them doing well means the league's doing well. But yeah, but um, yeah, definitely the Austin Robler and Ian Hust again. Which team would you relegate if you could? Hmm. Hmm. In any league, hmm. anybody. Oh, in any league. Yeah, there are no rules here. You could relegate uh, Liverpool if you wanted. Hey. Oh. Or uh, Orlando. Or Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I think I'd go with like, um, I'll go with Chelsea. I don't particularly like. 
That's um, perfect. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's nice now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but Chelsea, yeah. I, 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 Even my cat is mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. Alex, I don't know if you know this, but Trisha and Abby, huge Chelsea fans. Oh, really? so that was just oh, perfect. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. Then. You know what? That's not the first time I've been like, I'm a Chelsea fan. Everybody gone like, nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. That is a fair reaction. Oh. Uh, with all the craziness going around Chelsea right now, I think that they could, you know, they need a timeout. Mm. <laughs> This at least we don't have a rapist that we know of. That we know of. This whole transfer window has been silly town for Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is your Harry Potter house? Oh, um, Hufflepuff. I actually have a shirt. Um, I put. I did my laundry today. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's Hufflepuff for sure. I I know that like by heart. It's Hufflepuff. (laughs) I love it. I'm also a Hufflepuff. Oh, awesome. We don't care, Beth. We do care. We love you, Beth. <laughs> you're really, you're just knocking out of the park with me today. I don't know about Trisha and Abby. <laughs> um, what is one player that used to be at your club that you would bring back? Hmm. Um, hmm. Good question. Um, maybe I know people are, are going to say, you know, why not Lewis Morgan? But I'm going to say, well, trap. I feel like under this this team specifically, there have been instances where Will Trapp's specific skill set would have helped Miami, you know, more so than uh, the current central midfielders that they currently have. You know, Gregory and John Mata have been great, but sometimes you need that true deep-lying playmaker that's going to just sit and, you know, play long balls over the top, which is what um, Miami's play style is. So I think that, you know, just certain games, he, Will Trapp's skill set would have been really nice to have. And he left Columbus. Yeah. 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 I remember that acquisition. I think Miami traded, you know, some allocation money for him. And um, I think at the time, Will wanted to go to Europe, but, you know, Inter Miami called him. So I guess, you know, he took the first plane to to South Florida. But um, yeah, he's, I think he's doing super well for Minnesota uh, United now. And uh, yeah, I wish him the best. He's such an incredible player. Yeah. such an incredible player yeah he got a lot of hate because of the u.s men's national team thing and you know how you know yeah just u.s men's national team twitter can be super toxic sometimes which i i don't understand it's soccer at the end of the day and yeah but um i think he's a a a tidy player who um who was really good on his day and still can be super good on his on his day so uh, i don't understand the hate which team has the best fan base oh oh dear uh, you know, I'll be realistic. I think inner Miami uh, fans, they're super passionate. Um, and they've been through a lot. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll say them, I'll say Nashville. I, I do think that their, their fans have been really great, really rowdy, um, really supportive of, of the team. Uh, I'll say Austin FC too, as well. Uh, they've been really great. So I'll say, and, and of course LAFC, but you know, I don't think they've ever had a, a bad season so it's kind of easier for them to you know, support the team compared yeah. to like inner miami where they've not maybe been good but you know they still pull a decent number for an eighteen thousand seat stadium so um you know i'll go with those three franchises which team has the worst fan base 
Oh dear. Um, oh man. Um, honestly, Orlando City. Um, oh not yes, be- better. Not 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 because uh, um like I'm an intermediate reporter, but you know as a reporter there have been instances where I've been DM just incidents between you know Miami fans and Orlando fans where it's gotten a bit serious and you know um I, I believe last rivalry game there were a couple of fights inside the stadium so um you know we don't want that in MLS any league really so it's just disappointing and you know not not the greatest so um I don't think it's Orlando City fans as a whole but you know of course there are some you know, just uh, supporters groups that sort of, you know, just don't really snipe it, nip it in the bud as quickly as, you know, the, the league rules say they should. So, you know, um, yeah. you're not the first person we've heard that Orlando City has some difficult fans from. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Particularly in a U.S. Open Cup kind of. We're big Rowdies fans, yeah, Tampa Bay Rowdies. And when yeah. they played, there were a lot of situations yeah. that occurred. They were just some rotten people and, and there's like a little bit of racismo there like yeah, yeah and it's unfortunate because i've seen that in a couple of fan base like it's gonna happen MLS and a couple of fan bases it gets really nasty on twitter sometimes and mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. shameful because you know it's soccer it should unite everybody so right. seeing that it's 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 not good it's totally uncalled for if yeah you want to banter with somebody go ahead that's fun but as soon as you get to like name calling and any kind of like identification politic kind of things like just stop you've gone too far it's no longer fun yeah be like your team's colors are ugly and your mascot's stupid and that's really where you should leave it with your coaching is bad hairline or your, or your <laughs> tactics are dumb but you know, come on don't people could be better you know it's really funny when we have on folks who are from like original MLS teams and they we ask them about worst fan bases they almost always say expansion teams like Nashville Inter Miami um, Austin (laughs) and um, the folks from expansion teams tend to have more you know positive things to say about other expansion teams so it's just interesting theme that's kind of come up here recently yeah, I think like, a lot of the original MLS teams like DC, Chicago, a lot of their fan bases have dwindled over the years just because of circumstances and maybe not being too mm-hmm. good on the field. So, you know, I can see it. You know, a lot of expansion ties are super rah-rah and ready to go. So mm-hmm. that passion can spill over into a little too much. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely see it. You sure. can watch any two teams play each other at any stadium. Who's playing and where? Ooh, um, in Manchester City and like, um, I don't know, uh, no, actually I'll say, yeah, Manchester City, PSG at, um, the San Siro. Nice. Exciting. Um, do you have a most hated soccer team? Honestly, uh, Hate is I don't know I dislike a lot of teams like I, I, I'm sorry Chelsea I just I don't That's like okay. the vibe from them <laughs> Chelsea is one of them Liverpool I don't I dislike their fans more so than the team itself you know I'm not um I'm not from the city so the rivalry isn't as strong as compared to someone who has lived there but mm-hmm. Liverpool you know more so their fans and the team um you know yeah their fans uh, tend to root yeah. for me sometimes yeah it's the, the, yeah. the plot twist to this question is now you have to say something nice so i'll say now you have to say okay. something nice about chelsea um, 
Chelsea, thank you for giving uh, Roma Tammy Abram. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing so well. Yeah, he's he's doing doing wanted that well. for him too. He was not getting the respect he deserved and mm. he's an incredible striker and Chelsea was done for sleeping on that. And yeah. they had him as, since a kid, like they knew what he mm-hmm. was capable of and to watch him and him being a black man thriving so well in, in Syria, which is notoriously racist. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think just like, like with Liverpool having Mo Salah come in and, you know, there being less hate crimes towards Muslim people, like mm-hmm. soccer really does have the capacity to break down some barriers and, and give some more understanding. So sure. I am so thrilled to see Tammy doing so well. Me he too. beyond deserves it. I hope he wins everything. Yes. Okay. Okay. If you could pick anyone to be on a match broadcast team, who would it be? Oh, uh, Ray Hudson, number one, uh, Derek Ray, number two, and um, I'll say like Julie Faldi. I like her style. I like, you know, she's ex-player, you know, she's super analytical, you know, she breaks it down easily. So I'll say those things. She's very entertaining during the uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now this is the most important question that you will ever be asked in your entire life. <laughs> It gets way more pressure. Who is your soccer crush? Ooh. And you can have a list. We don't like yeah. to limit ourselves here <laughs> either. Oh. Um, okay, I'll say Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Number Good one. one. Number one. Love him. Absolutely. Um, Room Diaz from Manchester City, number two. Uh, Reese Nelson from, I think he plays for Feyenoord now. Um, ex Arsenal player, I believe. I've double checked that. Um, Mason Mount, I know he's a Chelsea player, but you know, that's for me. That's the love of I, my life. Yeah, he's, he's a <laughs> great player, great guy. Um, who else? Uh, huh, I'm thinking, um, hmm, um, uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. Oh, yeah, course, another Chelsea player. <laughs> <laughs> he is stupid we were a little bit disappointed yeah. that we did not see him in real life when they were in charlotte that that's right because rlc decided not to get vaccinated he couldn't travel oh. to the u.s oh wow <laughs> no. and, and neither could ingolo conte and like both of us were like oh, oh i'm no, like Angolo. the biggest yeah. fan but uh, he is one of the few men that i love and respect honestly yeah. i don't know that my eyes could have ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
um, without any preparation. You just killed it. You did great. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I pulled Crushed my. Uh, yeah, I tried my best. Uh, it was a lot of fun, honestly. Some of those made me laugh, but um, yeah, it was super great, guys. And for anyone listening, where can they follow you if they want to? They can go find you. You are putting out so much fantastic content. Um, go support women in sports media, please, everyone. That's why you're here. Uh, yeah, um, my app's a little complicated, but you can find me at AAW underscore 1998, my birth year. Um, and yeah, that's my Twitter where I, I basically cover Inter-Miami for five reasons sports. Sometimes I'll tweet about other MLS teams. I'll tweet about other soccer teams, F1 on occasion, Formula One. I don't know if you guys watch that, but I'm a huge F1 fan as well. But um, yeah, at AAW underscore 1998 on my Twitter is where you can find me or you can search at the Heron Outlet and uh, my at is in the bio as well. Wow. Go follow. I did. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. This has been the most fun. Yeah, honestly, guys, like my day was like, I, I'm super tired because my weekend was like crazy. But, you know, being on here, like it was a serotonin boost. So I, I had a lot of fun with you guys. <laughs> thank you for having me on. And thank you Love for it. what you do. Um, we know how difficult it is to be women writing about sports, but to also be a Black woman doing this is is even more difficult. And your voice is so important and in a much needed space. So however we can, you know, support and share and lift one another up and grow this awesome soccer community like that is at the end of the day the most fun yeah of course I think it's super important just to get alternate voices out there you know it can be super echo chambery uh sometimes but um yeah it's needed uh you know you know journalism uh, you know it's not a good spot right now but you know you got to keep pushing on and and you know just try to diversify that that those voices out there yeah, because anytime that we don't have to get an opinion from Alexi Lawless is a good day for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> You're here. <laughs> <laughs>